Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Keepers, keepers, curry fill and it made him feel sick. So he thought he better eat the rest really real quick. Capers. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Alistair Trumbly Virtual, George Williams. Mm, and I'm Andy. Hello. And uh, my song, my opening song was entitled Al Ate a Curry and it made him feel sick. So he thought he'd oh, better eat sick. the rest it, really, really quick. It, no, I, I, I made a curry with way too much curry paste because <laughs> I used up half of the curry paste in the jar. And then because it said... Put in half first, and then marinate that with the yogurt, and then put the marinate the chicken yeah, in there. Yeah. And then, and then it wasn't until the chicken was marinating that, that I saw that it actually meant put half of the four teaspoons that they want <laughs> in the thing, rather than the half this very large jar. Um, anyway, and then I made it, and it was delicious because I was trying to I'm trying to figure out how to make a, a good butter chicken at home, mm. right? And and then I ate it, and it was good. It was a bit spicy, a bit intense, maybe. Sure, but still delicious. And then, and then I got the craziest indigestion, right? But then the next day, I was like, I think I've recovered from that indigestion, <laughs> even though it kept me up all night. Um, I, and there was so much of that chicken. There was a whole kilo of chicken you put in the thing. So I was like, well, I don't want it to go to waste. And so then I ate it again. This time, literally drinking cream beforehand. <laughs> To try to line my stomach with dairy, <laughs> right? And then after each mouthful, like having a bit of yogurt and then sometimes sipping from the like little 600 mil bottle of yeah. cream. Yeah. Right. And then, and then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this. I think the key to stopping indigestion is having lots of really rich <laughs> cream. Anyway, I thought it was the spice, right? Yeah. Anyway, so since, since then... It's been days now. My stomach has been fucked up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I've become a guy with stomach problems because of, because of this. It's just, it's burnt all the way up. It's just acid burned. Mm. Mm. I love, I love, and, uh, oh, one of my favorite bits of this is imagining a conversation you're having with your beloved where she's like, did you read the instructions? You're like, yes, of course I read the instructions. She says, did you read the instructions before you made the meal? Well, no. <laughs> well, the, the 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 bigger shame was going to her saying, "I ate some more again. It's made <laughs> me feel it. bad again. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. I couldn't stop myself." Now, um, I mean, maybe a way to to do to solve a problem like this would be to print the instructions directly onto the food. Now, I realise the food in this case is a sort of a liquidy gel-type paste. paste. Very yeah. Traditionally, a very difficult thing to print onto. More, more likely yeah. a thing that you would print with. But, 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 you, can print, but you can print onto, onto a birthday cake. If you can, sometimes even a photo now, and that's like that's a that's a, a cream, mm. you know, like that's icing. Icing is very much just dessert paste. If there was a way to some, you're absolutely right. If there was a way to somehow, <laughs> I am picturing using a piping bag to <laughs> you make yeah. a plate of curry, big sloppy curry, yeah. and then using one of those piping bags to pipe a bit of extra curry paste on top of the curry to write a message like happy birthday, Alastair George William Tremblay Birchall or something like that. Sure. Maybe you could do it with the yogurt or the, or what's that, that, that you know, that uh, mint sauce mm, that they sometimes give sure. you with the, uh, with the Papa Dumps? I mean, both of those almost sound like good ideas, but in my version. Oh, you're right. I apologize. It's yeah. a bad idea and it would probably look disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's the uncooked paste. Mm. Usually you have to fry it up for a fair while. 
Do you think do you think that would is that part of your plan? I'm just trying to find out how bad of an idea. You're trying to make <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it, it it can be as bad. As, that's what's great about this idea is it's scalable scalable to the level of badness that you'd like it to be at. Maybe although oh, we could also good. invent a a piping bag that has a little element in the nozzle so that it can fry the sauce as it comes out. If that's if that's important <laughs> to you, like a hot glue gun. Oh, this is a great oh, idea, hot yes. glue gun, but for. <laughs> Sticks of curry for, paste. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then, where, where do where if they were selling it in sticks, where would they put the instructions? Is this a sort of like a bagless scenario? Oh. Are the inst- you know, like like you know, so that people don't have to use all that packaging. Mm. Do they just sell sell sticks of curry paste at a shop, and then they just have the instructions there, written there on a chalkboard? I have an when idea. You buy the stick, tell- and I guess you have to take a photo of it with your phone, or you got to just call them tell- up on the day and say, "Hey, can you take a photo of it and send it to me?" <laughs> We're trying to reduce use of packaging. Text me, text me the instructions from the back of the packet. They have it. Um, Alastair, could we, uh, yeah. tell me, you're, you're a cheese man. You're, you, yeah, you, you've worked cheese in cheese. cheese. You know about a, cheese. A cheesesman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're mm. talking about all my, my cheese factory experience. That's right. Could we yeah. put a bigger stringer, a cheese, one of those cheese sticks, could we put that into the yeah. back of a hot glue gun and yeah. use that, <laughs> use the glue gun to melt the cheese stick? And thereby have a sort of a, a basically a cheese gun, a hot cheese gun that we could use again to write on things, to to three um, D print out, you know, cheese, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cheese liquid. Yeah, well, I'm really interested about the stringer because I know a, a stringer is very much a, proce- a processed mm. cheese, so it probably has been melted or something mm. at some point, or at least blended. Mm. But then it's also why does it have such good like sort of vertical strength and such weak uh, horizontal strength. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> you know what that means? Because like allows you to, to 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 pick at it. It's got the it's got those you know those cleavages. Like mm. if you're cutting diamonds, you can peel it away you know? in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you, you know, so so I guess maybe I'm I'm only just thinking about the quality in terms of like, is this going to be your best melting cheese? Mm, sure. Um, you you know, but uh, but Andy, I don't want to. St- but what, I mean. I, what I'm saying is that yes, you could melt a cheese like that and write things with it. I just don't know if the stringer is the best way to go. I mean, I guess I was drawn to it simply because it's already in that you know that tube stick like shape of the, of and I don't want to have yeah. to do a whole lot of R and D and you know stuff around no, no, getting no. other cheeses into that know. shape. Yeah, yeah. I guess oh, so. You don't even want to have to like design a new machine that might have like a rectangular thing <laughs> shape or something like that. So, I absolutely so you just do cut not. up a, a kilo block. Yeah, right, right. No, okay. no. You know, I want I mean, to be able to use an off-the-shelf uh, hot glue gun from Bunnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be great if you could, if it, if you, you had a, a, you know, like a hot bit at the back of the glue gun mm. so that you could just push any shape thing in, mm. <laughs> you know, and then it would just melt the edges off. And then you could, you know, the bit that you it's want really would just exciting. fit in perfectly. You could just push, you could just push a full kilo block into it, oh. <laughs> and just throw away the rest. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I love the idea of trialing this and seeing whether or not we could use yeah. cheese then to, to make yeah. to, um, you know, to stick, uh, Doritos or, or nacho chips together and construct yeah. a kind of a, a building. A sh- you know, a, 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 mm. an, an edifice, an edib- edible you know edifice. Now. Oh, an edibus, <laughs> edibus. <laughs> um, what I was picturing just then was imagine being able to use like a you know half a kilo block of cheese, put it on an upside down iron, yeah, close a close iron, and use it as like a trowel, <laughs> or you know. <laughs> To, to, to do like, you know, multiple chips at a time yeah. if you lay them all out yeah. and you can just kind of mm. like that. Yeah. I mean, that would be good. Or you could just have it upside down and then let it melt there. And then you just you get a, like a butter knife or something like that. And you just sort of pill, pull bits off and then scrape it on. Yeah. So you're using it like mortar in a, you know, with a, with a, br- a bricklayer's trowel to. I mean, I think you'll find that you were using yours as mortar no, I, as well I, no, to. I, <laughs> I I was as well. Well I was, well, I was using more mine, perhaps more like glue. 
um, to be fair. And you, you were using yours more. It, it, well, let the listeners decide whether or not you were using yours more like mortar than I uh, was using yes. mine like mortar. <laughs> because I feel like I this mean, is going to degenerate. I, you, I feel like I'm were, on the precipice Andy, Andy. of something. And Andy, were you talking about were you talking about the edges of the chips? Uh, the or were you corners. talking about along the faces of the chips? The corners. Just the corners. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think you said corners. No, but I, I was talking about... I don't think anybody... I think it would be insane for any listener to assume you were talking about corners. The the last place you'd probably put chip... But I guess you're, <laughs> you'd put glue on a chip. Um, <laughs> but you were picturing like making a geodesic dome yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's right. I was building something yeah. a bit more like a house of cards or something like that, but... You know, I'm willing to create a new shaped chip. It was just a new shaped cheese that I wasn't interested in. Cheese kilo blocks of cheese already are a lot like bricks, aren't they? They're yeah, they are. That's true. But but they're they're, they're so when you melt them, they're so much like mortar. Mm, they really are both. I wonder if you could be, like it feels like they could be the perfect construction material. You could might be able to construct an entire house out of cheese blocks mm. just with a special hot knife that you run along the edge there the top of each layer to pre-melt yeah. them so you can then join on the next layer of cheese bricks. We, you know where it would be an improvement? Mm. Um, like in the you know in the near Arctic uh, where, where people are making igloos, mm. right? Because, because the cheese brick, whilst it's not perfect, right, it can still melt at high heat. Mm. Still, it will, has a higher melting point than, than ice. snow and ice, <laughs> yeah. And if we're talking about climate, adaptation and preparing yeah. for for the future and you know particularly i think it is um uh marginalized communities uh and and cultures like that that are going to suffer the most in a lot of ways i think uh taking cheese to the arctic replacing the ice what is a, currently a, a a very low melting point ice based uh economy and building technique with the slightly higher temperature mm. cheese is very promising that's right and i think also as the temperatures go up it becomes more viable to have cattle there mm. <laughs> which then brings your 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 delivery costs down. yes and increases the amount of methane in the atmosphere thereby yes speeding up <laughs> the heating to the point where the, the use the, the cheese will the no longer be useful Mm. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, no, no. But, but, but. I mean, what you're trying to do is you're just trying to, you're just trying to push uh, igloos out for now. Uh. Yes. Oh, yes, I am. You know, you're still. You. We're just trying to get into that, into that beautiful, uh, that beautiful window there. Sorry, there was mm. a little child yelling. No, 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 yelling my name, which is Daddy. Ah, um, Big Daddy. Have we written down anything yet, Alistair? I've I've written down the cheese glue gun and uh, cheese bricks as climate adaptation yeah, to egos. Terrific. Um, um, the cheese glue gun. I you know I don't think we've gone deep into it. I wonder. But uh, what would be really great? I tell you what would be fantastic would be discovering a water version of rennet. Is that how that word's pronounced? Rennet, that enzyme that rennet. they put in milk to make it turn into cheese. I think it cov- comes from inside calves' stomachs. Basically, it it, it turns um, uh, the liquid milk into the solid cheese. It'd be great to find a a one that does that for water, an enzyme. Oh, like water cheese. Like, then we could make water cheese, but also we could turn all this water. extra water that we have because of rising yeah. sea levels, into solid. Into bricks. It, well, ex- indeed, bricks possibly to build mm. the very sea walls that we will use. Or when the, you see to the keep... wave coming towards you, you could just spray it, have a little thing of mm. of, of this in your pocket, spray it. Be like f- Frozone. Mm. It'll be like Frozone yeah. from, uh, from The Incredibles. <laughs> but but instead you're turning it into water cheese. Mm. How, how do you write this word, rennet? Rennet? Uh, E double N E T, I believe. I assume. E double N E T. But for water, but mm. for turning water into its own cheese. Mm. I mean, but then searching the world for enzymes like this that can turn any liquid into a solid. You know, is it? Does it have to sort of sit with it for a few weeks? 
You know, no, does it have to sit or does it happen instantly? I mean, it, ideally it would be instant because, you know, in, in my mind you see the water rising, you, you see a, a tidal wave coming towards you, you get out your little spray from your pocket and you squirt it, oh. it turns into a solid like that and then, well, you know, the, you can – There is that eel. Mm. There is that eel that releases that kind of goopy – That's right. Like, And it basically does release a tiny little bit of a chemical and then it makes it a kind of sludgy thing. Essentially, it can then hold a bunch of water, but it becomes like – Feels a, like we're well weird, on our like, way. Yeah. I mean, that would be great for like towns that are about to flood mm. and you just kind of – you just maybe you could just – maybe if you drank a capsule of it, right, mm. and it allowed you to – to pee it out? I don't know why. <laughs> it seems like it would be a dangerous then, thing to have in your in your system. But go on. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way of, of widening your urethra. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, boring it out like the cylinder of a of a, a high octane vehicle. That's right. <laughs> is, is anybody going along to the plastic surgeons and saying, "Can I have my urethra widened?" I want to be able to deliver the payload much more quickly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but look, I mean, I guess you just run to the edge of town and sprinkle it maybe, I guess. But if, if you have put it on your fingers, mm. I guess some of the water in your fingers could, could get all swollen. Mm. Mm. That's the risk. I think what we're describing, actually, I've realised, is Ice Nine from um, Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut where they discover something is that it? turns any water it touches into ice, um, but at any temperature. It's a new form of water or a new molecule or something that just rearranges the water molecules and makes them a solid, and it causes an apocalypse. It freezes all the water on Earth. But we don't want to do that. Ours is more localised, and I'm sure that wouldn't be a problem. I don't think – ours is basically Ice Nine. It's the, it's the book, Cat's Cradle, but without – any of the interesting consequences. Exactly. I think it would be nice to read something where not everything goes mm. wrong. <laughs> mm. Bring us more of this change. topia fiction. Mm. Yeah. Is the U, is that a, a prefix that's that's necessary for things being good? I think if you're talking about a topia, yes. Yeah. Okay. What about it? Anything else? Uh... Let's see. You uranium? Mm. Uganda? You know. Uganda? Unicycle? Good... Uh oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> um What was the last thing? Oh wait, okay, wait, wait. So what was the last okay, we we're trying to talk about the Oh yeah, its own solid uh, cheese, sorry. Mm. Water sorry, cheese. I forgot to put that word there. Mm. Water cheese. Do you think it would taste different? Do you think the enzyme adds a flavor to it? Because I guess it, that's what happens with cheese. I mean, it would be great to – because I don't think the, that water has much of a flavor. But if it does, it would be yeah. fantastic to amplify that flavor as much as possible and get a really intense yeah. version of it. I'm sure kids would be really into that, you know, concentrating yeah. and taking water. Oh, that, in fact, that would be a really great <laughs> sort of fake teen – um, concern for parents where basically kids are evaporating water, right? They're getting water, yeah. they're evaporating it down to a very small amount of water to concentrate the water and then they're drinking that very, very concentrated water to get extremely yeah. hydrated, like get in, yeah. in really intensely hydrated off a, off a tiny amount, a dangerous level of hydration and it has some sort of <laughs> some sort of effect on their brains, and kids, parents are terrified about these consequences of this concentrated oh, water. Kids going all sloshy <laughs> and waterlogged. Yeah, great. They're s sort you know, of just yeah. lying around on the ground. They basically become a human puddle. And if you squeeze your kid a little bit, mm. their their skin, yeah, like water drips out. That's one way that you can tell if your kids have been doing it. <laughs> You push them. You put. You you push their, like you, you, you just touch them on their shirt, mm. and if their shirt instantly gets yeah. wet from the water squeezing yeah. out of their body, that's great. I mean, what we're describing is well, sweat, but I think that's a good thing no, for parents no. to be worried about. It's called soaking. <laughs> it's called soaking. This thing that kids yeah, are doing. Yeah, the kids are soaking. 
they're concentrating water it's because because you've basically taken the process of uh distilling yeah. but, but with you know, that's really I completely good. misunderstood is it a spe- i know that's really good is it is there is there a way that you can like would you say is it just do would you want it as that exact perfect dumbness like that mm. or would you try to try to create some special type of evaporating that you could do <laughs> i i think i want the perfect dumbness um yeah. you know like i feel like there can be more lingo and maybe they could even have a different word for what they're doing but uh mm. i think it is essentially just evaporating like you know you could even have teens doing it with just a little bit of water in a teaspoon and then putting yeah. a cigarette lighter underneath to evaporate the water yeah, yeah, yeah. And then i think just and, drinking and, and, it. and whatever it just depends on how much water you've started with mm-hmm. and then how much water you end up with. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like however big the pot is, yeah. that's how that's how much you're gonna get hydrated yeah. when you have the yeah. Oh, this is a this is a twenty five X concentration <laughs> water <laughs> bottle. <laughs> he hadn't realized. <laughs> they were overdosing. He drank an entire year's worth of water in in one cup. This guy had some found a way using a giant magnifying glass to evaporate a whole swimming pool mm. um, using the the heat from the sun. What you got to do is if if your kid does do this, you come home and you find your kid like has been soaking and they are like a puddle on the ground. You got to get some of those little silica sachets that it says "do not eat." Tear them all open and pour yeah. them into the kid's mouth as quickly as possible. Force them to swallow them. <laughs> Yeah, because the the bit the bad bit to eat is actually the the the, the, the paper, the packaging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not good to eat paper. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put your kid in a bath of rice, mm. soak them in there. I mean, it'd be great to find a way to prepare that silica gel, like they do with the those poisonous um, uh, blowfish in Japan. Yeah. Um, that they're able to uh, prepare the silica gel in such a way that you can eat it safely. Sure, like those guys, like those guys who are like from Russia, who said that they know how to take brake fluid and turn it into alcohol or whatever. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe it was wipe, wiper fluid or something like that. I can't remember. Or maybe the wiper fluid is the one that the French were found to have put in things. Mm. Which I can't imagine that wiper fluid would be cheaper that much than wine. Cheap. Would it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We got so much wiper fluid. We got unlimited quantities. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What was that I was watching? Oh, that's right. I just saw somebody's Instagram sketch, and I enjoyed it. But the guy was, like, talking about how you could – the sketch was just like a guy – revealing that you can actually your car can run on pp right and he was like pissing into the pissing into the gas yeah. tank and he's like i just drink mountain dew or i just drink pepsi or something like that and then i just pee into here and so it's like we don't need to like rely on the oil you know the oil companies and stuff like that blah blah, blah. we could just do pp in here you know just it's just turning pepsi straight into petrol and i was like well I'm pretty sure i think mountain dew is more expensive than petrol <laughs> But it's a joke, right? He's doing it as a joke. It is a, I know it is a joke. Yeah, yeah. But I was just saying that there was a, a stupid logic in there, which it makes it sound like you're being freed. Yeah. But yeah. actually, you're locking yourself yeah. into a much more expensive way of driving. I mean, it's always there's always a catch, isn't there? Even with jokes, even with entirely <laughs> fictional good ideas, there's always something. You're like, oh, it wouldn't really work though, would well, it? <laughs> well, that's what also, I'm just suggesting. Also, that- Alistair, it doesn't run your car. That's the other problem. I know, but that's fine. I think that's that's where the joke that's is. That's the joke, right? yeah. But, the fact, but, I mean, if he was just making it water, mm. then then that's 
then then his joke works again. Yeah, but like fully. But I think then there's something more funny about drinking something else, and maybe that's part of the joke. Maybe it was part of the joke the whole time, right. and you didn't even realize. Oh gosh, here I was just not having a good time, mm-hmm. and I thought it was his fault. Yeah. <laughs> As it turns out, it was me. It was me. The logical inconsistency was uh, was all part of the gag. Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, you know, I'll tell you what I like. I like. I like that? a fractal. I like a fractal. How do you? do you feel about a fractal? Something that's the same, uh-huh. no matter how closely you look at it, all the way down. It's the same thing at yeah. any level I mean, I of like detail. A, I, I like them a certain amount, but then there's only so many times you can look at them at different scales <laughs> and see the same thing. Yeah, well, when you've seen one, you've seen them all, haven't you? When you've seen a fractal at one one level of magnification. Yeah. I mean, there is, you know, it does feel like it's changing as you're moving a bit. Yeah. yeah. But then you're like, oh, but no, it's actually quite similar here just, as it was. Just moving around. But I mean that would see this would be a fractal. I was thinking would be great mm. for your your instructions for making the curry, right? If we could f- yeah. now, I don't know how we'd do this, but if we could find a way to make the instructions for the curry be printed on the curry in full, at no matter how much you chop up or or divide up the curry paste, you're still able to see mm. the full instructions, like a broken mirror, like a broken mirror. Yes. You know how like a broken mirror, like it just contains all of the, you know, once it's broken, rather than showing one image, mm. it shows you the same image over and over the again. same image over and over again. Does it though? Is there? Yeah. Does it? Yeah, that's what's, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really cool then. I love that. Isn't that really? But. I mean, so maybe hmm. is there some way that you could you could bake the curry into a mirror? I think they'd have to make, be or make I th- make it reflective. I think your mirror and mm-hmm. write the instructions on yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, Mine made a lot of sense. Yeah, no, I, I think that is funny, Alistair. The instructions, no, were, but there's a bit of a logical. <laughs> so that you all all if if you eat mirrors. And the instructions mm. for preparing the mirror are written on you, then no. yeah. we've solved the problem. No, no, no. That's actually that's a very just, good solution to the problem. But but I was saying just make your just make your curry reflective. Yeah. So I guess it's just put a lot of oil on there. Yeah, okay. You know, just just find a way maybe just like add a little mercury, liquid mercury <laughs> or something like that to your to your meal. Flatten it out. Eat it on a flatter dish. Yeah. A lot of the plates, a lot of plates these days are too curved. Mm. You think you think plate, you think perfectly flat thing. But no. They do try to keep the they do, you know, hold your hand, they baby you. Plate manufacturers thinking that you wouldn't be able yeah. to balance food on a sort of well, perfectly flat. Even, we even should, maybe convex. Well, that's what I was going to say. We should invent the convex plate. It's it, right. and you're absolutely right. It it doesn't it doesn't baby you. It doesn't condescend to you. It's a, a it's convex a, plate for adults. For adults, it treats you like a grown up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, I feel respected. But I'd have to keep it in at the edges. You know, especially those ones that get really close to a bowl. You go, mm. what do you think? You know, oh, you think I just can't handle it. You, you think I'm a tiny little, you think I'm a tiny child with wobbly hands. I think this is a very funny idea, Alistair. At least it's very funny in the two in the think tank universe. In the sense that any of our ideas are funny, this one is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the perfect surface for, for drawing on with a cheese a cheese glue gun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be condescended to, but if you could use the cheese glue gun to construct a little cheese <laughs> wall around the edges of my convex plate, I even just put a little little cheese speed bump so that none of the grapes just escape too fast. Yeah. I have time to catch them. <laughs> because what I have noticed about my and I love it, I love my convex plate. But what I have noticed, one of the things, one of the small downsides that I have noticed is, well, it's all downsides. All the sides go down. I, I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> but the things keep falling off. So, other than that, though, perfect. 
That's my only criticism. One of the downsides is all of the downsides, Andy. This is... Uh, maybe I could do this as stand-up. I could do this as stand-up. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. do it as stand-up. Do it as stand-up. It, you, could ju- you, you know what's great about it? You could just have an upside-down bowl. I know. That's what I was thinking as well, yeah. But you know the problem with bowls? They put a little thing at the bottom A lot there. of the time. They put a little thing at the bottom because they, they're babying you. <laughs> well, you think I can't eat out of this bowl without it tipping side well, to side? You think my yeah. well, spoon technique I... is so sloppy that I can't maintain <laughs> this unstable point of equilibrium? In a, in a bowl in which like all the things I eat are liquid mostly? Mm, they're self-leveling. You know? They're self-leveling. You know, that's fine. I'm not even going to fucking buy any more crockery. I'm just going to start cutting balls in half. Yeah. Just go buy some rubber balls. I mean, why not eat out of a rubber ball? <laughs> or off of the back of a rubber <laughs> point when you're having steak or something like that. Yeah. Why are we just eating directly off the table? I always have to wipe it down anyway at the end of the meal. Why don't we exactly. just slop the food well, straight onto the table? Well, well, why aren't we eating... Off of a perfectly flat grill right over the stove. <laughs> I mean, and why is it that grill, a slatted grill that is directly over the sink? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, why isn't no, the stove, the stove could, could, could drip through like a barbecue? Yeah, that's true. What are we um, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why do I even need to have a house? What, you think I can't survive? <laughs> With the wind and rain hitting me? That's insulting that you would insult me in that way. Also, <laughs> oh, a duck can survive, but I can't. Okay. You're saying I'm yeah, not as good as a duck? Wow. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying I'm worse than a duck. <laughs> even one of those like mangy yuck ducks that just live out in the park. I think the idea right. of a guy just standing out in the rain, naked, because yeah. he <laughs> he's got he's got a family and he's got a house. They all live in a house, but he is too proud to put on clothes or go inside. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> oh, what you think? I'll get too cold if I. <laughs> what you don't think I could handle? The temperature drop. I think that's great. I think, if you I know, just... toxic masculinity has got into his brain. He's watched a lot of YouTube videos and he's decided that as the man of the house, it's 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 feminine. It's very feminine. It's very um, unma- unmanly to go inside when it rains or wear clothes. <laughs> and he's just so bedraggled, so... His family's in there in front of the fire. They're waving to him and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. He's become radicalised. They've by it's essentially like it's a it's a more intense form of offence taking offence by from everything. Mm. Yeah, you know it's that it's that place where they're right. And the left meet up again. Uh, yes. You know, the, the the left are getting, apparently, getting offended by everything. You know, you insult some minority. Oh, they get offended. <laughs> Just because you, know? you insulted then, a minority. Can't believe yeah. you got offended by that. <laughs> oh, People get offended by everything offended. these days. Insulting minorities. Minorities. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we technically have five sketches, Andy. Yeah, great. What would you say if I was to start moving towards? I can see you sidling towards those words from a listener, and I'm excited to hear them. Yeah. Well, today's words come from Nick Bauer. I don't know if we've done a Nick Bauer recently, Hmm. but wonder if he's related to um, Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. Chance. Yeah. Is is Nick um, three? Is Nick? uh, I was about to say three-dimensional, but I meant uh, what's fictional. Do you think Nick might be fictional? <laughs> yeah, it could be. 
Do we have any fictional listeners? It's from the, fic- we should invent- the fictional extended universe. Do you think that if... <laughs> um, I don't know why. I mean, I guess that's what, that's what like, Alan Moore does in... The, in yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I do like the all the whole fictional extended universe. Although that's not an idea that we've entirely that we've come up with, really. Yeah. But, um, but do you think that if we had fictional listeners, mm. we would have to make them up ourselves, or other uh, factual listeners would have to could make them up? Uh, I think we'd be crazy to to limit it. I'd I'd love to throw it open to the to the listeners. If you want to make up any I more guess, listeners, I think that's fine. Yeah, if you want to send in the description of a listener, mm. uh, a fictional listener that listens to our show. We'll give them a shout-out. Um, we'll give them a shout-out yeah. and <laughs> give you know just put, them in a, put in a tiny little couple-of-line bio in there. Yeah. And and then we'll also mentally count it as a as an extra listen mm. on the stats. Uh, you know, listener generated content, great. But listener listener generated listeners, that's even better as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going to write down fictional listeners. I think that's stupid, mm. but you know, um, that's what I like. Uh, all right. So today's words come from Nick Bauer. Um, mm. Possibly related to fictional possible listener Jack Bauer, mm. even though it's spelt very differently. <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't remove the possibility. I mean, we could just write him if he's fictional. We could write him to be related. Yes. Um, <laughs> doesn't make it any less um, likely. <laughs> the fact that exactly. makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andy, do you want to try and guess Nick Bauer's words? Um, The first word is pencil. Don't don't overthink it. Sorry, I should have told you before. Oh, no. You said it to not overthink it. I think you overthought it because you didn't get it right. Mm. So that must be the reason. Um, So, no, no, I'm sorry, Andy. The first word is gate. Gate. Okay, keeper. Gatekeeper. Second word, don't overthink it. Don't keeper, over, don't keeper overthink gatekeeper. It. Don't overthink it, Andy. Don't overthink it. Okay, god damn. <laughs> just give me a give me a little window so I can say don't overthink okay. it before you say the word. Okay. Um, no, sorry. The second word is or. Gate, or. Hmm. Just thinking about it. Don't overthink it. Andy. Oh, okay. Don't uh, gate or mate. Gate or mate. <laughs> Oh, even though I, I, I feel like I managed to say it in time. I don't know if you, <laughs> you might have done too much thinking. The last word is aid. Gate or aid. Ah. It's like Gatorade. Nick, uh, I think Jack Bauer's possible relative was fucking with you. Um, yeah, only a little bit, though. You know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a tiny bit. A tiny bit. Um, uh, uh what 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 so, this makes me think so instantly is of course a, a friend yeah. of the show the uh, you got a door you got a gym um concept uh something that's like that but for gates you know what is a what you've is a, a gate door. but an outdoor a, door a door outdoor do you, do you ever picture that you got a door you've got a gym but it's spelled j i m i don't know but uh, i'm going to try <laughs> that now is a door spelled a d o r e uh no, but uh, that okay. that could that could all potentially work. I just picture like it's like a man that you can, it's like a man's skin. Mm. Sort of, you know, it it could just be like her or whatever. But you just slide it over a regular door, and it looks like a man is standing there. <laughs> but it turns it into a man. Yeah, that's yeah, quite. It turns your door into a man, and, and it just looks like there's a man always guarding guarding the door, your door, but really filling up the space. Mm. Well, I mean, very often uh, bodyguard, you know, guard type people, the kind of people who would guard a door, already do themselves look a lot like doors. That's right, they, and they do often fill up the space mm. of a door, and, and so so much so they usually have to stand to the side of it. Mm. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great a great idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Doorman, you uh, know, yeah, t- turning a uh, a door into a man. You got a doorman. Sure, sure, sure. You got a gym man. No, no that's not no. But when you picture 
when you picture gate or raids, the the, the word mm. is it G A T E O R A I D? No, I was picturing A D E. What A D E? Yeah, is it what is it? Is it A I D? A I D. Yeah, because you know you could have aid as a short name, shortening for Adrian, like Aid Edmondson. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like, and so that would be somebody is either called Gate or Adrian. Mm, yeah, exactly. Gate or Aid. So, do you want to be fenced in, or do you, you in, want a little bit of help? In the sense of um, uh, the money for somebody who needs it. Yes, indeed. Assistance, Gate or Aid. Aid. I like. Uh, I like swinging on a gate. Let's see. Uh, you know, obviously, as a kid, you, you're told that if you are going to climb over a gate, you got to climb over yeah. close to the hinges because of the leverage. Of course, you put a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damage that you do at the far end of the gate. Do you think that they could just make a gate that's strong enough to withstand the, the heaviest man climbing over it at the furthest point? Mm. Oh, see, that'd be really nice. You could climb over this you know? bad boy anywhere you want. Yeah, I mean that's that's how you know your parents love you. Mm. Well, this would be like if you were the Elon Musk of Gates, um, pitching mm. the Cybertruck at the uh, at some sort of convention. You'd be uh, yeah. touting the fact that with this gate, you can climb over it anywhere you want, even at the. Oh, the cyber. <laughs> you know, it doesn't just have to be close to the fulcrum. You can be uh, oh, all yeah. the way at the uh, the extreme point with the maximum mechanical advantage, and then you, the Elon Musk of gates, uh, climb onto it, and um, and obviously the gate breaks. Uh, <laughs> they're in front of everybody. Um, yeah. It's the Cybergate. Very, it's the, it's, it's the, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Cybergate is. It's very angular um, and it's made from. <laughs> it's, what is it? Titanium? Stainless steel? It's like some, yeah, some weird mm. reinforced. Like, um, I think the reason why it's so angular is because it's actually the metal is too hard to, to bend in complex yeah. ways. At least that's a good story to tell. It's yeah. too hard. It's too, too good to look good. That's how good it is. Yeah. Yeah, this thing is too good. This thing that we just broke the windows with a ball bearing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, maybe I could be the Elon Musk of Gates. You know, you've got to take something that everybody doesn't need, realize needs revolutionizing, and then you just build a culture around it. You, you build a narrative. You build um, this idea of, um, mm. well, you know, at the moment there are a lot of gatekeepers in the gate world and uh, almost exclclusively sure, gatekeepers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think... It's it's like a gate that you could sit on all the time mm. at the furthest end. I mean, because why not just build a tiny house into the gate? <laughs> yeah, you could live your whole life you know? out there on the on the end of a little it. skyscraper, yeah. little mini, a tiny. Like you know, you've heard tiny house. What about tiny skyscraper? Well, that yeah, that's a really good idea. How high is it? I mean, it's about six, uh, 12 feet. Yeah, great. So you just sort of, you stand there, you can reach up as high as you can, and you've still got heaps of headroom. But it's, yeah, but it's, but it's you know, like it's broken up into many floors. Oh, is it? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so great. there's like stairs up there to like, so that you you got to pretty much lie on every floor. Maybe it's like, maybe it goes 20 feet, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's, and but, and then you, but you, you basically, you slither through it like mm. a snake. <laughs> I think, and, but it's also it's built into a gate, Andy, as well. Yeah, no, it's so that's like, good. You go into one end, like like a, through like a human sized doggy door, and then every part of it is also a bed. You along slither the way. along. You slither along. If you need to go to the bathroom, that's at the top. So then you go up to the top, mm. and then you know then that pours into a tank off the side or whatever, maybe into the into the 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 fence post. It'd be a great place to store all your pee pee and poo poo. <laughs> I think also there's an insight in here about like something that a, a, a th- that you can market very easily to some people is a product mm. that um, allows them to do something they were told they couldn't do as a child. And you know, if if both you and I, Alice, like like there's there's a there's a deep seated desire in there. I think in, a, in yeah. anybody who grew up around gates to to defy their parents. And to to yeah. rebel, and as as yeah. an adult, 
subconsciously you want to be able to climb on that end of the gate because you were told yeah. you couldn't by your your mum. And right. we can tap into that to sell things to people. Oh, absolutely. And people love swinging on a gate, I imagine. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did you ever get to swing yeah, on a yeah, gate? Yeah, 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 sometimes, like to have yeah. It, like, open it up while you were sitting yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then you, you probably get scared as it's about to hit Terrified. the point that makes it stop. Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> like that. But then this... And it, well, you'll get to experience that all the time when people go in and out yeah. of the property that you're kind of like, mm. uh, I guess you've bought the gate of. And then you can also decide, <laughs> you know, it's like having a granny flat, but it's like having yeah. a granny gate. Yeah, it's great. Granny gate, mini skyscraper <laughs> that you have to essentially spelunk through. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just spelunking the mini skyscraper gate. What? <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Spelunking the mini skyscraper. Oh, Andy. Yeah, I think I it's think as soon as it. I... I think we did it, Alistair. I think we finished yeah. the episode of Two in the Think Tank. <laughs> um, why do my ideas come come out as gibberish <laughs> and yours seem to come out so well formed a lot of the time? <laughs> I, keep, I like to... Because I, I like to keep them boring, Alistair. Very yeah, close yeah. to reality and realistic. I reckon most houses you could probably split in half mm. through horizontally and have two rooms and be way it's better a great off. Idea. It's a great idea. It's just like walking around is like such an, an over-the-top luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I think you really are. Like, I think you're, you're a lost to the d- property development game, Alastair, and you should be making this argument at the, you know, the... Tenancy tribunal or something, on behalf of the nation's property developers, saying that being able to stand be, up isn't yeah. something that people should be able to expect in a rental. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I think just being able to, like, you know, imagine somebody takes you takes you back to their place, and then the the, the door is half size. Yeah, or there's a doorknob at the top, <laughs> and there's a doorknob at the bottom, yeah. and they open the bottom half. Yeah, and then you crawl in, like and it's one carpet, of those beautiful balls. on your knees. Mm. Yeah. I think you could. I think that would be. Oh, it would be so nice. And then you would also really be able to make a lot more out of the roof space. Maybe you could. Because then suddenly, because then suddenly you would be like, "Well, that seems like we're wasting at least a half a room." Yep. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I, I understand that you want to be done with this. Um, thank you very much, Nick Bauer. Mm, um, no relation, possibly. Let me. Possibly, let me take us through these sketch ideas. We got cheese bricks as climate adaptation to igloos. We got the cheese glue gun for writing mm. on meals the instructions of um, how to make the meal. Um, then we got rennet, but for turning water into its own type of cheese. Mm. Maybe there's one for petrol as well, petrol cheese. And maybe there's one for oil, oil cheese, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe vinaigrette cheese, oh, something you could crumble over a salad. Um, if you're at home right now then, and you've got a, a cheese stick and a, a big glue gun um, with the space yeah. at the back there uh, that hasn't been used, maybe a food-grade glue gun, um, tr- yeah, try this out and send us, uh, send us the results. Let us know how you go. Be nice, even if you have a craft-based one. Mm. You know, you don't see a lot of cheese in just regular crafts, but it's a perfectly viable uh, uh, material. There's a cheese company uh, called Craft, and they still don't do it. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, then they then the, what they spelled it they spelled it like craft work, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, then we got concentrated hydration. Yes, that's kids start boiling down water, mm. and then so so they get a bit more concentrated water, and then they hydrate extreme amounts. Um, then we've got uh, a convex plate for adults, um, or even uh, oh yeah, one of the downsides is that there's they're all downsides. It's all the downsides. Okay, then we got toss the toxic mask person mm. who uh, can't take the insult of living inside yes. uh you know that he that he's that he's not better than a duck <laughs> <laughs> yep um then we've got fictional listeners that's for any 
uh, factual listeners that want to create some, or if we want to create some, you know, yep. Um, then, then we've got uh, you got a door, you got a gym. But this is a man called Jim. This is a very good idea that I'm sure you were yeah. happy that I wrote yeah, down. Yeah, no, I'm thrilled. And we've got we've got Andy as the Elon Musk of Gates, <laughs> and I've just written down here the spelunking the mini skyscraper gate. <laughs> thank you so much for um listening to this the show two in the think tank with me andy matthews and him alistair george william trombley virtual and that's right and uh, thank you to those who have joined the patreon uh, both a long time ago and some more recently in order to get the to go and be able to go watch uh, my client is innocent on, oh yes in inverted commas um and and if anybody else is keen on doing that you know what you can you can you can you absolutely can if you believe in yourself and um yeah you know anything else to plug Alistair? oh i appeared on an episode of wax quizzical Ah. Um, it's a quiz show, but then they they have two guests that are characters, and I appeared as an engineer. Oh. So please check out Wax Quizzical, and I appear as a Australian engineer, which seemed weird to everybody because everybody else is in Australia, but they kept making a point <laughs> that I was Australian because I said I was Australian. Um, anyway... <laughs> Good. It was very fun. I think we had fun. I hope I didn't. I think I said some bad stuff, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I listened to it and and you did good. Thanks, Andy. And Um, take care, everyone. We we love love you. You. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.